These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. An industrial fire near Karikari devastated a local factory. The Western Aluminium plant suffered extensive damage with around 300 firefighters involved in the effort to ingest the fire's first day. There was suggestion the fire could have been deliberately lit following reports of a hole in the fence at the factory. But Fire and Rescue De- New South Wales Deputy Commissioner Jeremy Futrell said it was too early to tell. Our investigators are looking at all the initial material they can from those observations of the first witnesses and the first arriving firefighters. They'll piece that together with the forensic information they can gather from the examination of the scene, determining where the, uh, the origin of the fire was, and then make an assessment as to cause. Police made an, made an appeal for information from the public, with damages likely to be in the millions. Managing Director Garba Simonian says he's grateful for the support from the community. The businesses around have all rallied and they have actually given us uh, practical help with equipment and people. And it's, uh, it's really um, uh, heartening to see such community support. Thank you. Newcastle's PFAS fears were sparked again after the government announced plans to transport and store 12,000 cubic metres of waste in Mayfield North. The material is set to be dug up as part of construction on the Northern Beaches link. Newcastle MP Tim Crackenthorpe said there's been no community consultation on the move. Given our history with PFAS up this way, it's very insulting that this government would think to to ship and then truck uh, 45 truckloads of contaminated material, including PFAS, to us. It's absolutely outrageous and, uh, yeah, we're not up for this at all. 10,000 people signed a petition to stop the plan and see it debated in state parliament. Police formed a new strike force to combat protesters who disrupted the Hunter's rail network and coal trains. 17 people have already been arrested over the past 11 days. Blockade Australia said the new strike force TUI wouldn't stop their activism for the climate. But Deputy Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce told reporters in Singleton on Monday the Hunter had no alternative to coal. There are people say, well, I don't like a hole in the ground. OK, get that. But there's nothing to replace that. We haven't got a replacement to maintain your standard of living if that is lost. And the people who work in the mines have not got a replacement for the wages they pay for their house, for their car. Local businesses had a big night on Wednesday celebrating the 2021 Hunter Business Awards. From 70 finalists, 16 winners took out awards with Hunt Hospitality taking out Business Leader of the Year and the Port of Newcastle winning for their contribution to the region. Business Hunter CEO Bob Hawes said it's reassuring for the region's post-COVID recovery. The Newcastle Art Gallery could be closed for more than two years if the city wins a $10 million grant for, a long, for its long-awaited expansion. The gallery would be unable to remain operational while works to double exhibition space and at a cafe were undergoing. Deputy Lord Mayor Declan Clausen said the community's concern is understandable, but they're working to find a solution. Two and a half years is a long period of time, and what will happen in the interim is that we're working with our amazing art gallery director and the art gallery staff to look at how we can showcase the city's artworks in other forms right around Newcastle so that people will still be able to enjoy the art gallery collection, but it will be in a different format until that building is complete. And Labor MPs were in Toronto on Friday holding a doorstop with local GPs and families to help save GP access after hours. They'll be presenting a petition to Parliament next week signed by more than 10,000 people across the Hunter calling on the federal government to stop the cuts. Patterson MP Meryl Swanson says it's a Hunter institution and it should be here to stay. For every parent that sat in an emergency waiting room for hours on end at the John Hunter at Maitland Hospital, 
for every parent that has tried to get their kid in to see a doctor when they can't, GP access has been the answer. And this government wants to cut GP access. They are cutting GP access. It is death by a thousand cuts thanks to the Morrison government. The Newcastle Knights started preparing for life without Mitchell Pearce after his departure to the Super League was greenlit on Monday, ending months of speculation. With Pearce's exit from the club freeing up close to $650,000 in the salary cap, the Knights said they'll be remaining patient while searching for a replacement. Newcastle cricketer Sam Bates became the most capped Sydney Thunder player. She took on Melbourne in Mackay in what was her 86th appearance. And Hunter footballer Emily Van Egmond was training with the Jets' W League squad in preparation for the Matildas matches with the USA. The veteran will be joined in the Australian squad by youngster Claire Wheeler. Both will hope to play at McDonald Jones Stadium on November 30. And now you're up to date with the week's top stories from 2NURFM Hunter News.